on a pod. I'm Jason here as always with Dale and today we're going to be talking about the film Alien Covenant. We just had a chance to watch this the other night and uh, we've been kind of kind of stewing on on this one here so we're going to go ahead and uh, get started talking about that one. So uh, what were your uh, first impressions of this one Dale? Yeah, uh, go ahead and throw me under the bus here. Uh, man <laughs> I was, you know, I was watching it, and I I didn't know for the longest time if I liked it or not, because I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, right. you didn't either. No. But as things started to unfold, you know, as they do in movies, I realized I didn't like it. Like, and it just <laughs> got worse from there. Yeah. Or uh, This is going to be a spoiler-filled there's no way to not spoil this. Or you never said spoil. That, yeah. It's a piece of dog shit. <laughs> um, Scott, I don't know. He needs to have like an enema in his brain or something, or or he needs to just go ahead and be wielded to the home at this point because he's he fucked his own legacy with this. I can't yep. wait to see what happens with Blade Runner 2049. Even though he didn't direct it, I'm sure he still has some influence. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, unlike this film, I, I really have no desire to see that new Blade Runner. I don't I don't care to see that. But, you know, this I was actually excited for this. For one, because, you know, Scott's back again, finally. And, uh, you know, it's a new Alien movie. Fuck yeah. You know, I, I, I love the franchise. You love the franchise. We've, you know, we've been watching the film since we were kids. And, uh, you know, I I knew virtually nothing going into this other than the fact that it was a new Alien movie and, and uh, Ridley Scott was going to direct. And uh, that's all I needed. I've kind of avoided uh, trailers and reviews and, you know, everything pretty much just because, you know, I wanted to be totally fresh, and uh, and I guess straight out of the gate, we can go ahead and just say that you know this is it picks up right after when Prometheus ended, basically. I think it's what maybe five years later. It's ten years. T- ten years later, and uh, I know you really uh, got a kick out of James Franco there for his like oh, three man. minutes of screen yeah. time. Yeah, I was not like I didn't know that was him at first until they start showing the old whole videos where he's you know climbing mountains and shit, and I just start laughing. <laughs> I was like, that was seriously it. That is that is so funny. Um, yeah, he does nothing but die. That is literally all he does in the film. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, he's like the love interest of uh, our Proto Ripley character. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, just, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't think the casting was terribly good for this film. The, uh, no, the guy who was in charge, uh, you know, Dr. Franco, <laughs> uh, was, was roasted alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guy who took over for him, the one who was like a religious fanatic, I guess. Dude, he acted more robotic than any android in the series ever has. Yeah. Did you notice that his his delivery was so stilted and awkward? It was terrible, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, it's like, I don't know. And he was, and of course, later they showed him to be a complete idiot just for the sake of moving the plot along. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, his his dialogue is terrible. I thought for a second maybe he, he was an android, too. But, no, he wasn't. He was a he was just a terrible actor. Um, that was, yeah, there we go. Well, I, uh, you know, I guess the first thing I really noticed, I mean, is it was it was extremely boring, at least to me. Dad, uh, you the, fell asleep at least twice. I looked over there, and you were, like, snoring. I was trying, man. At least twice. I was trying hard. I couldn't Not blame long, you if nothing was going on. I didn't, I didn't stay asleep long, but it was just extremely boring for the, the first maybe 45 minutes until we actually got to the planet, and, you know, uh, we found uh, old Michael Fassbender. Yeah, David. Yeah. And he, and the best part is he has long hair. Oh, yeah. He, he's he's not a living thing, yet his hair is growing. Well, yeah. Um, That's only so we could tell the difference between the old David and the new David. Or the new, yeah. like, Joshua, whatever the fuck they called him. Uh, Walter. Some stupid name. Walter, really? Yeah. Wow, that's worse than David. Um, God, dude, it's yeah. like, where do you start with this fucking thing? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you and I were just looking at each other, like, rolling our eyes, like, the majority of the movie, and that's really not what you would expect. I mean, I don't know. It's, I was I not expecting that. I was not expecting that, man. No, no, I wasn't either, man. I didn't see. I had watched trailers, so I wasn't expecting the best. Right. But it 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 exceeded the worst expectations I had for it. Yeah. Um. I don't. uh, You know, the the characters don't do anything realistically at all. They they like flip the fuck out. You know, I understand that they're, they're like they're just colonists and shit, but their reactions are ridiculous, totally ridiculous. Particularly that captain. And uh, another spoiler alert here: you know, you have a girl who goes off by herself in this place that David has taken for himself, and he's been living right. there for like ten years, and she's like washing her face in a pool of water that's just sitting around. Yeah. And uh, suddenly the uh, the white. Xenomorph shows up, the one without a mouth. He's just, it's actually kind of creepy. 
uh, he shows up and rips her fucking head off. He, a yeah. mouth shows up on his face, and he rips her head off. The next thing you see is her head exploding in that water, and he's, like, just, like, dry-humping her corpse. Yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, what is it? That's when the captain's, like, looking. You know, David shows up first and starts talking to him, and in response to him, you trust him. This is yeah. <laughs> this is a prototype of the most violent thing that's ever existed in cinema. You know, the alien never has been able to be reasoned with, ever. Right. Yeah, here's David talking to him and shit. The captain just pops a cap in his ass, you know, and kills him. And then David's like, you know, the captain tells him, no, you got to show me what's going on. So David does, takes him to a chamber full of eggs. I don't know how the fuck he got eggs, but there's a chamber full of them. Well, he made them, he, apparently. He designed it. Yeah. I don't know, out of wine or whatever. Yeah. But the <laughs> captain walks in there with him, and the and he touches the egg. And, you know, David's, like, comforting the captain, don't him? You know, like, to trust him, basically, even though David was just hanging out with the thing that killed one of his crew members. He touches it, it opens, just like for the first one, when Kane touched the egg. Yeah. And then he sticks his fucking face in it. Well, Wayne uh, David says, take a look or something like that. Yeah, Have a look he inside. does. He does. And instead of, like, just kind of looking over it, if he was going to even look over it, which he should have been, like, shooting it and shooting David in his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, like, he literally just, like, you know, like, you know, headbangers would do it at that concert and shit. He, like, bams yeah. his head right into this thing's, like, placenta or whatever it is. Uh, and, you know, it, it does this thing. And yeah. it is all its wonderful CGI glory, which has to be pointed out there's like no practical effects in this film. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was another and big complaint I had. The CGI is horrible. Uh, it, it is absolutely terrible. I don't know why Ridley Scott looked at it and was like, this is fun. Like, no, dude. Like, I went back and watched The Making of Alien. And uh, it, it's like a two-hour-long thing. It's on YouTube. And it's fascinating watching Ridley Scott. And it's just a few years ago talking about it. Watching him talk about it, you know, the way he felt about it, the choices he made for Alien, which were so perfect. And then looking at the dog shit, he just shit out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's happened. I think what's happened is he's getting older. And Alien is something that is, like, his, I guess his chronic achievement. So he's trying to stay relevant. He's ferociously trying to stay relevant. And so he basically took the last, like, five minutes of Prometheus and made it into a feature lead film. Yeah. And the last five minutes of Prometheus, to me, were the worst part of the movie. Um, you know, he just, I don't know, man, he... Wait, you watch the scene where they talk about the uh, the creature itself in, in Alien, in the first one, and they had that, I cannot pronounce his name, the African guy who's really tall and lanky, who was in a suit, and they just have screenshots oh, right. of him walking around, you know, just testing the suit out, and it's fucking creepy watching him do this, yeah. you know, just slowly and calculating, you know, it's a real thing there, but it's it's inhuman. 
Right. And then you look at the alien in this, and he's like skittering around like a howler monkey everywhere. He's not scary. He's just, and he looks fake as hell. He took all the scariness out of the alien. So now it's just shit. Yeah, all of the uh, the the creature, I mean, I guess effects you call them, the CGI effects. They're they're not scary at all. They have no impact like the the practical no. effects do. And there was a lot of like shaking the camera around a lot whenever there was action. Like I don't know, it's yeah. kind of like the 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 Taken style of, of filming where you just, I guess you're trying to simulate a lot of action, so you just shake the camera yeah. like a son of a bitch. Um, and you know that I really couldn't tell what was going on. That was my biggest problem with it is I couldn't. You know, it was really dark and not, you know, it wasn't lit very well. And I just really couldn't tell what was going on. So, you know, that was my biggest complaint with that aspect of it. But I don't know, man. The the plot itself, I think, is probably the biggest problem. Um, it's terrible. It's like they, um, they, they shit it. all over everything that's gone before is what they've done. Yeah, you know, like the the space jockey for the first one had been there for a long time, you know, and uh, you know, there even the Prometheus there were images of the alien uh, on the ship in Prometheus, right? And yet they had not been invented yet, but uh, another <laughs> yeah. spoiler by David, yeah. which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, he created them, which which tells uh, you he didn't know what the fuck he was doing, you know. Yeah, like he didn't know he was creating a uh, like a prequel. I don't know that he intended for them to be connected at all. Like it's I almost, almost feel like, like uh, it was a backlash from the people not liking Prometheus. He was like, "All right, be, well, fuck you then. I'm going to make it part of the alien uh, mythology now." I I I I can't accept it as that because it shits all over even even Alien even the timeline in Alien. Uh, you know, I didn't expect him to stick with the timeline they established with uh, you know the all four movies and the ADP things and shit. Right. Um, but I expected him to stick with at least his own, and he didn't do that. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I why know. does there need to be an origin in the first place? Why Why do we need that? Exactly. Um, it takes away a lot from that. I, I, you know, the coolest thing about the alien is you didn't quite know what it was, but it was right. so different from anything you know that in reality that it was it was alien in so many ways. But he you, you, you took the mystery out of it. Yeah. I mean, now it's it's basically designed. You know, it's it's a killing machine that's been made to be a better killing machine. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, not to mention how how stupid it was to begin with. All you did before was you just breathed them in, essentially. And when you breathe them in, that's when they. Uh, it uh, popped out of you or whatever. The the what those white yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, the back burster and the, the face burster and the uh, whatever. Yeah, that. Um, and it didn't make any sense. I still don't understand why he felt the need to wipe out the engineers the way he did. Yeah, uh, no, I like the engineers. I mean, for what they were worth. I mean, well, that's the thing. Now they've gotten rid of them. Right. They literally right. didn't have all that much to do with creating the alien. Now it seems. So I mean, what, what was the point of Prometheus now? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, and I think it was forced. Uh, you know, the end. Um. You know, the whole ending where uh, Walter and David are, oh, and I love, I love your reaction when uh, David's like, nobody will ever love you like I do. <laughs> and it kisses Walter, which is so fucking yeah. funny. I mean, it was like, what? <laughs> and then he, what's even funnier is he like, he grabs something out of his neck, his cord or whatever, and rips it out, and Walter's eyes roll in the back of his head so quick, and he convulses. And it's done in such a way where it's just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, But then later, it turns out, you know, Walter's like, there have been upgrades since your model, because he's fine, even though that knocked his ass out. Yeah. Uh, And then, um, what was it? Yeah, they have a fight, and yeah. Somehow in this fight, when there were only seconds, he literally had seconds to do this. David destroyed Walter or whatever, burned his own hand, took Walter's clothes and put them on himself yeah. to, uh, you know, trick them into thinking, you know, that he was Walter so they'd feel safe. That was that was a bullshit thing when they did I that. I saw that because shit none of that made any sense. You know, I saw that shit coming, I, man. I... I saw it coming, but I was like, surely he's not going to do something that obvious. Yeah. But he did. I mean, he did. He's he's just like, really, Scott, he used to like push the barrier of film, and now he's just like, do the same dumb shit that you know, other people have been doing for a long time. He's like, I don't know, he's lost his touch, man. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely lost uh, his touch. He's He's been surrounded by yes men. Much like George Lucas, as we yeah. you know, kind of both made the comparison to um, on you know him losing his touch with the Star Wars prequels. Um, oh God, yeah. But it was. I mean, this was all not even necessary. I mean, he could have done a standalone alien film, you know, in whatever period of time he wanted to do it in, and it would have been better than this. You know, yeah. Prometheus was not a big fan favorite why why go further into that into that world anyway because it's one nobody cares about for one one that doesn't need to be explored one that was not successful in the box office before not that that means you're you're not making a good film or not but i'm just saying i mean his objective is to make a film that makes money i would imagine but uh none of it makes sense it was it was stupid from Minute one, uh, the CGI was terrible. The casting was terrible. The, you know, we're right here at this part you're about to get to where we have like three or four false endings for the film. 
And three yeah. of them are copied from other films in the Alien franchise. Yeah. Like the 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 part when the when the android goes bad, right? Which yep. that's that's from yep. fucking Alien. And then we've got basically the entire ending of fucking Aliens. When they they suck the thing out the goddamn uh you know the they open up the the chute and it, it flies out to space. Yeah. Yeah, it's all shit you've seen before and better. But I mean, why do that? I mean, is that is that supposed to be nods to the other films? Because, I mean, I don't really need that. I would just like to see a decent made film. Oh, I don't know, man. It's uh, I don't know. I did not like what they did with the the alien itself. Like when he bursts out of the that that the, the captain's <laughs> chest, yeah, and he doesn't look anything like the chestburster and you know alien. He's fully formed, basically. He's just tiny right. and he's white. And then David like puts his own arms out, and the alien like. Does the same thing. Yeah. Like, why you love the fuck would this thing do that? I was cringing at that. That was stupid as hell. Like, dude, yeah, he established out like 40 years ago. You know, it was immediately formed. Like, he was just like a tiny, a tiny alien. And did you notice how fast that thing grew? Dude, not only did that grow fast, but it just stayed in the captain's chest really fast. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, it was ridiculous because how long was it in Kane before, before it burst out? Oh, it, I probably like six hours. Uh, I know I just assumed it was longer. You know, maybe a day. I may be yeah. wrong on that, but it was an extended period of time. Now. Sure. Uh, it's the same issue I had with AVP when they, you know, impregnate, you know, all the face overs fuck all the faces of those idiots in there and then like within yeah. 10 minutes they've got chest bursters. Yeah. I guess that's uh, just to uh, you know push the action faster but um, yeah man they uh, that when that thing stood up like and was a fully formed alien just like like you know, a foot tall. It was just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And like five minutes later, it's six feet tall. Um, the movie was trash. I, I don't have anything good to say about it at all. I mean, even when it had opportunities to be good, like you know, when I was talking about that, this the shower scene. Like there was one thing I liked there was the kill when it bur- it bursted through the sh- you know the little mouth uh, I'm sure it has a name but the mouth bursted through the, the shower door and you know into that guy's head yeah I thought that was cool but that's the only thing in the entire movie I can say was was even remotely good but even the setup for that made no sense. Right, I know. You know, now that that crew had they had lost almost everybody else in their crew, and yet they're taking a shower and fucking. <laughs> um, it's yeah. I mean, if, that's the thing. Like that 
kill happened so late in the movie that I was like, well, maybe that was, because that was in the trailer. So oh, I assume well, maybe that was just made for the trailer. You know, and then and then they start moving up to that. I was like, they're surely not going to do it now. But they did. <sighs> and then, you know, they they were awakened, and that's when that happened, like presence of an alien thing on your ship or whatever. And obviously, uh, David put that thing there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And that's so like, abrupt, too, man. I thought that was a dream sequence at first, because it's so abrupt. Yeah. Well, they had to... Because we had just gone through an ending. Yeah, exactly. They had to go through a lot of stuff to get that all established. Yeah. You know, to to wrap it up. I'm sure they had to edit that down a good bit to get it there. Yeah, God, I'm wondering... Can you imagine if it was longer? Dude. I would imagine I if it was longer than it was? God. Yeah, I, I, I would have been... I, I would have probably had to walk out with him. Like, I just... Uh, I wish I could have got my money back after watching the whole thing, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> we should have... We should have demanded money back on the grounds that it sucked. Yeah, yeah. At it's sad, know. man. It's sad. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm begging for Alien Three and Alien Four now. Oh yeah, man. Like you know, I, I've already stated that I actually like Alien Three now. If I just consider it a standalone film. Yeah. It's not perfect, but I do enjoy it. Uh, I cannot get into four, but I'd much rather watch four again at Covenant. Uh, I was thinking that, you know, like four. Damn, is that 20 years ago? That Alien 4 came out? What was that, 96? I thought it was 97. You may be right. I know it was around there somewhere. That's the first one I saw in theaters. Yeah, I've seen everything since three in theaters. That's, uh, like I we're the last that. people to talk shit about Alien. Like we, I mean, really, like like we're we're huge fans of the franchise. We have been for years, and this was just oh, a, yeah. a really big disappointment. It's it's why it was so hard for us to see, like. I think you and I were both kind of shook up after we saw it because it was just so bad. Yeah, especially coming from Scott. Yeah, exactly. It it makes me want to go back and watch Species again. You know, that's just... Alien is the only reason I even watch Species because of... uh, Was it Giger? Giger designed that creature? Yeah. But uh, this... Well, that's not the reason I watch Species, but... Well, but yeah, I, I can yeah, Natasha Hinstrig or whatever and her, <laughs> and her titties. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what what I've realized now, though, after watching Covenant, is that Ridley Scott was only part of the reason Alien was so good. Yeah. Uh, Dan O'Bannon was a big part. All the writers were a big part. Everybody oh, yeah. was. So without them, Scott is nothing. That's true. I hate saying that. I absolutely hate saying that. But this 
movie proves that to be the case. Uh, you got shitty writers and uh, shitty special effects guys. Uh, everybody was shit. Everybody. Uh, I cannot excuse Scott for this at all. And I'm somebody who's a huge fan of his. You know, I love Legend. You know, people shit right. on Legend, but I fucking love him. But, uh, you know, I'll still always love, you know, his earlier stuff. And, you know, stuff like Gladiator and uh, Black Hawk Down. But oh, sure. I don't know what has happened to him here. It's highly disappointing. Oh, man, I like a lot of his stuff. Uh, even his stuff that you don't really hear talked about very much. Um, what was the film he made with uh, Michael Douglas? And uh, it was over in Japan, like Black... Um, Black Rain. And Black Rain. Yeah, I like that one a lot, too. That's one of those. Yeah, I do, too, with Andy Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, that was... that was a. See, that's back when he knew how to do Atmosphere. You know, Ridley Scott, even in his weaker films, could make a cool world out of it because he was so good at creating, like, you know, scenes. You know, like Blade Runner is awesome with that. He, you know, he's so good at, like, framing great scenes and making good, uh, like, cinematic art. Yeah. Alien Covenant had none of that. You know, it might have had a few that were kind of atmospheric, like David's, like, cave with all his drawings. And shit, um, but that—that's it. I mean, I didn't feel any atmosphere with this. No sense of dread. Uh, uh, nothing that the, the movie should have had. The atmosphere is a big part of it, for sure. Yeah, the movie so, just feels like it, it. Just feels like a product. Yeah. It had no heart to it, no no substance. It, uh, no. I think it's just, you know, a lot of older directors get kind of in that mode, just that kind of like a cushy, you know, I'm ready to get this shit over with type mode and maybe just accept some problems that you may not be 100% happy with, whereas when you're a younger, you know, hungry director, you're going to be like, you know, a perfectionist. And you want to get that shit right, you know, like, uh, yeah. I mean, even like Spielberg, I think, has is, is got some of that in him, you know. But, um, I totally agree with Rob Spielberg. But, I mean, Spielberg still puts out quality movies, though. You know, yeah, I just I he, feel like, uh, you know, I think it's yeah. more of a subject matter thing there. Yeah, it's, you know, he, even in, like, say, Wool of the Worlds, which was very disappointing for me. There are great things in there. Yeah. You know, uh, I just cannot say the same about this. Yeah. So. I mean, I almost want to, uh, like, like, Martin Scorsese is probably one of the better directors from that old school, you know, new Hollywood, who's still making <sighs> films, you know, consistently, and they're still consistently good. I think he's one of the rare oh, yeah. exceptions. But, I mean, look at everybody, man. Look at, you know, Coppola. You know, look at, uh, shit, every one of those guys, you know, with the exception of uh, maybe Scorsese. and Oh, uh, uh, yeah, like I was telling you before we started doing this, uh, I rewatched some of Wolf of Wall Street. Scorsese, you still got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's still awesome. He is. Um, But, uh, 
what is the last thing Copeland did? Oh, I don't even know, man. I was just trying to think of more directors from that period of time. You know, like uh, George Lucas, uh, you know, Spielberg, um, Brian De Palma, um, yeah. Peter Bogdanovich. You know, the ones that are still working aren't doing a whole lot anymore. No. You know, even the horror guys, you know, John Carpenter, Toby Hooper, ones that are yeah. still alive, of course. Dante and them. Yeah, they're just... I don't know, they... I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that says about them. You know, like, I think Scott, like, has seen the new way things are done and is just trying to do that. He's trying to, again, he's just trying to stay relevant. But yeah. uh, the problem is, is that Scott was unique in his time, and that's what he needs to stick with. That's the only way he can continue doing what he does. And, you know, and he's threatened us with two more alien movies. I sure as shit don't want to see them now. Dude, this thing is going to tank. He can threaten us with whatever he wants. It's not going to happen. No way he's going to get funding for it. And what are the studios going to just finally tell him, no? This I mean, obviously, you know, his name being on it doesn't mean anything. I mean, the no, I the biggest disappointment to me is the fact that now Neil Blomkamp's not going to get a chance to direct his movie, you know? And yeah, I exactly. I really wanted to, I wanted to see what he would do with it. And I think Scott has did this on purpose to keep that from happening. So I'm going to make more of them. I do. It's almost yeah, like the fuck you as fans. It's very much like what George Lucas did. Like, I mean, yeah. he's like, fuck you. If you don't like it, you're wrong, you know? Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing's just sad. And it... Ugh. God damn, man. It's just left a really horrible taste in my mouth for the for that franchise of movies. It's, it's kind of hurt the franchise, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the franchise has been hurt by Alien 3 and Resurrection. But having yeah. him come back and do this, but this movie is, is different. It's a different kind of hurt. It's like, I don't know, it was different when different directors were doing it. You know, you could be like, oh, well, Scott's fine. You know, Cameron's fine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now Scott's fucked it up. I don't think well, Cameron uh, will come back and mess with it. No, I don't think Cameron's going to. There was talk about him doing it again, but... Shoot, Cameron's got what two more or three more maybe of those uh, those Avatar movies. Yeah, I really hate it. He's like gotten into that. I mean, that's fine, but I mean, he's not going to get any younger. I'm saying these guys aren't going to be directing movies when they're ninety, you know. Yeah, but uh, it's just it's it's just sad Um, because even like the AVP movies, man. As much as I've bitched about those, like I would still rather watch those because at least there's parts of those films that feel like an alien movie to me. You know, yeah. there's scenes when I can say, "Oh fuck yeah!" There's a goddamn xenomorph on the screen, and it's awesome. You know, yeah, I can at least get that out of the movie. As bad as the acting, the casting, the writing, everything else is, at least some of the creature effects are on point. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised, uh, 
you know, looking at, you know, back at ADP and stuff like that, there's a lot of practical effects in those. Oh, yeah. So I have to get that. I have to give it that. Yeah, even when you you and I watched, uh, we watched one of them. Was it AVPR, uh, Requiem or whatever? Yes, yes. You know, I mean, even the as bad as that movie is, man, it's still some parts in there when I can, like, you know, hell yeah, you know, that was cool. That was a cool kill or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I, I wasn't doing that at all in this movie. It was none of that. It was It was me rolling my eyes and being pissed off. Yeah. Once we, were, you know, once we were 90% through with it and I knew it was about to end, I was like, God damn it, it's a piece of shit movie. Yeah. You know, and it didn't get any better. It was so predictable. You know, like, we've got to the end here and they're all going to, uh, of course, let's get into our sleep pods. Let's go into hypersleep. And, uh, oh, shit, oh, shit, it's not a... Uh, it's not Willard at all. It's fucking David. <laughs> Willard, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's like, don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> the tear yeah. goes down her eye and she falls asleep. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that downer ending could have been cool if the movie had been cool. But as it was, <laughs> it still just felt tacked on and just shit. Uh, if there is anything good about the movie, or anything, which I, I, I don't think I could say anything good about it, but the best thing about it would be David. Just because he's a shit. He's just a fucking shithead. And he has a motive, you know? His motive is just to be a shithead. That's it. Yeah. Even though he does stupid shit. It's the same thing with Prometheus. Uh, yeah, well, I like Michael Fassbender quite a bit. I will say yeah, I will say, yeah. I don't like. Uh, I don't dislike him at all. I just I didn't want to see the same fucking android character back again. I mean that was the only problem I had with it. Now I've got two of the motherfucker, you know. Yeah, and if he makes and, two more alien movies, Fassbender will be back. Yeah, sure. Uh, but now we're gonna have a uh, you know some some awesome experimentation or whatever. It's going to be happening to, uh, what the fuck is this face? Tennessee? You know, oh, that geez. James Franco's Bud Bunny? You know, that dickhead from, uh, Earl. He's bound it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about him earlier when you were talking about, uh, the, the, Franco. Uh, the other dude, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to make an allusion back to Dallas by having somebody named Tennessee in there. Oh, I don't know. See, that's another thing I didn't understand. This takes place in the year 2104. He hears John Denver playing in that transmission. Right. I don't know why the fuck Shaw was even listening to John Denver 100, you know, almost 100 years into the future. I don't know who's going to be listening to John Denver a hundred years into the future. <laughs> you know, he instantly recognizes him. He's wearing a hat and everything. It looks like he just crawled out of a trailer, uh, you know, today. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, at least with the, uh, I don't know, you know, it, 
I guess people could say the same thing about some of the characters in Alien that they acted like, you know, their time or whatever. Especially like your Pat Cotto and uh, Harry Dean Stan always asking about their bonuses and shit, which is just funny. Uh, but he just seemed kind of out of place with that to me. Although he wasn't bad. He wasn't as bad as I expected him to be at all. Hey, uh, uh, I, I just because like I think he's a choice. No, Danny McBride, that's his name. Yeah, Danny McBride. Yeah, I mean, I like that guy quite a bit for for what he is. He's actually one of the writers of the new uh, the new Halloween movie. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, is he? I did read about yeah. them making another reboot of Halloween. Yeah, they're rebooting it, and uh, apparently John Carpenter's all gung ho for it. It's him and somebody else. Which I mean, whatever. That's that's fine. If if it actually even fucking happens, I doubt it even happens. But uh, um, I don't know. I've only seen that guy in, in comedic roles, and I don't know. It was just hard for me to. It's hard for me to put him in that in that place without remembering his comedic roles. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It'd be like fucking Jerry Lewis in there or some shit. You know. It just. I just I mean, think it's. Just, you know, like fucking uh, Jim Carrey playing that role. Or some shit, right. See, know, that would have been funny if they did that. Like, get Bobcat Goldblade in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the entire cast of Police Academy in there. And they're their colonist. And just watch the hijinks ensue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get Michael Winslow in there just, like, making noises. Chest Brewster breaks he's, out. <laughs> he's the one making all the alarm sounds you hear. <laughs> Uh, that, that would be actually really funny. It would be. Uh, I mean, I just, at some point in this movie, in Covenant, I had to just start looking at it almost as a comedy uh, because that was the only way I could get any sort of enjoyment out of it. You know, when David started to kiss himself, I'm just like, oh, God, this is awesome. This is so yeah. stupid. So it's stupid. So, just forced. You know? So meaningless, so pointless, so dumb, so uncalled for, <clears throat> and the whole movie was like that. I really wish that when James Franco was burning, he just started laughing at the enemy pride. It was like just screaming like, you know, 420 YOLO or some shit. <laughs> you know? I'm high as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. He just wrapped up in a like a joint, you know. I was just, God, was, I don't know. That's just funny I mean, that they got him in an alien movie just to kill him. I mean, it'd be like if fucking Cheech and Chong were in that bitch, you know? Like, you can't take that shit seriously. Uh, and they you know, as, done that. as Cheech and Chong, playing their characters, though. I mean, yeah, anything would have been better than what they did, but I don't know. I mean, I don't dislike Danny McBride. I just didn't. I didn't like the choice there. No, uh, but I, I don't know. It was just and trying just so strange. hard to give these characters some uh, some uh, depth, you know, something to to chew on. But let's give him a cowboy hat and a southern accent. Make his name Tennessee. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Well, not only that, but what's, uh, 
Yeah, it would have been. They might as well just had it like chew and dip, you know, the yeah. whole time and just spit it everywhere. Um, <laughs> but and not only that, but they have everybody is married to each other. Everybody. So when somebody dies, they have to take a moment and 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 mourn for their spouse. You know. They pull out a forty. <laughs> Pour yeah. some out. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. They just had 40s waiting on them. But, uh, <laughs> I love seeing David like cough up those little wards with little face hookers in them. Which again made no sense. I perfectly formed face hookers in there. Those were, I guess, uh, face hugger eggs or face hugger embryos or something? I don't know, man. They look like those little. Trinkets you can buy at a souvenir shop on the beach where you get a little yeah. scorpion, you know, trapped in, in that glass shit or whatever. It's exactly what it looked like. I well, really wish instead of coughing him up, he pulled him out of his ass. I saw I was going to say, I think there's an actually a, a deleted scene where he pulls out like 20 more out of his ass. <laughs> it's just like that alien overpositor you, show, you yeah. told me about like, last year. Yeah. So it turns into that, like, uh, like, like that dude trying to put the pickle jar up his ass. No, let's not, let's not go there. <laughs> He's breaking them, a little face hugger's fly right everywhere. Yeah, that was, that was stupid. I mean, it's like, we didn't even need to see that. And we all knew what was going to happen. It's like, of course, you're on a fucking colony ship, you know. Ugh, so, so stupid and so predictable. Yeah, the music he listens to, it's all Wagner. It's all stuff about that God complex he has. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I was, uh, <laughs> I was disappointed in it that none of the actors, or almost none of the characters acted in a realistic manner whatsoever. Did you like the part where the one chick, she like fell down in the blood on the ship, you know, before the ship was caught on fire? She like slipped on the blood and like fell down? Uh, the one that was locked in that room with the dude with the... Who was... Oh, that's another scene I have a problem with. I think it may have been the other one. The other girl, the girl that was outside when she went in there after the thing popped out of her, I think she unlocked the door and went in there. And just like her feet went out from under her when she slept on the blood. Well, I like the part, I really like the part with uh, the guy trembling with the backburster. You know, it just pops out of his back. But before that, that woman, like she, the other woman won't let her out of that room. You yeah. Know, she's stuck in there with that. So she just like accepts her fate. She goes over to this guy who's having a, like, I don't know, a stage 10 epileptic seizure and hugs him. <laughs> yeah. And spikes come out of his back, and she's like, eh. You know, oh, yeah. like, dude, I mean, his his back knee just has been exploding for the last five minutes. Why the fuck yeah. would you hug him? And then and then the, the, you know, the little polyp falls out of his back or whatever. And that's when she slips around. And pulls a, you know, she's got like a little Bowie knife or whatever, and 
Of course, it attacks her face, so she just sits there shaking while it's attacking her face, doing All nothing right. to stop her. Again, nothing was nothing made sense. And I love the woman with the shotgun blasting everything. You know, she yeah. blows up the ship, of course. That's right. That's how it blows up. She shoots it. Yeah. She shoots, like, 12 rounds, and each round hits, like, canisters and a bunch of cool stuff and all that. Well, the CGI little white thing is flying around screaming. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This movie had nothing good. Well, let's see where David gets to that planet and unleashes all that black shit on the engineers. It's just, I mean, it just happens in a matter of like 30 seconds, and that's it. And that's yep. the end of the engineers. Yeah. Well, you, you find out that David killed the, the one lone survivor from the first uh, uh, Prometheus. Shaw. Elizabeth Shaw. Yeah, I don't like that either. You know, the way he... It's just so downbeat for whatever reason. You know, he, like, did experiments on her and cut her apart and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is awesome. And he shows no repair work on his neck where she had to fix him. Like, nothing. I mean, it seems like nothing ever happened to him. He just put his hair on it. He put his long locks on top of it. Yeah, that's it. I thought for a second maybe he was wearing her hair because it was so long. I was like, what? That would have been awesome. Uh, it would have been funny if he was wearing her skin, like Leatherface. I don't know, man. Like, I just, I'm almost, I'm, I'm really curious as to the process they went through making this film. Like uh, just the monumental amount of bad decisions that went into this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm I think curious you said it best. So this uh, was uh, what? What was the phrase you used? It was two hours of uh, catatonic despair. A catatonic despair, that's right. Oh. Yeah. It was uh it was pretty shit. I uh I don't know, man. It's it, it was it was shockingly bad. Yeah. Like like I, I, and I was expecting for this to be like one of my favorite movies of the year. It's, well, no. it's definitely leading the charge in one of the worst of the year so far. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how I stayed in there the whole time. Yeah. And there, there were several parts where I just, you know, I, the, my interest, like, like you said, it was like James Franco prize at the beginning, which is easily the highlight of the film. But they get <laughs> that out of the way in the first, like, three minutes, and that's it. And then it's boring shit for 45 minutes. Well, and then you talked about the uh, you know the lead uh, the lead female character, whatever the hell her name is, 
having to be like the the strong female Ripley the entire time. Like, I mean, just Dude. totally trying to just like recreate his first movie. Yeah, he was like trying to recreate that and and Ripley and Aliens, like you mentioned right. earlier. She looks quite a bit like her. She dressed quite yeah. a bit like her. Yeah. And then she, uh, I really thought she was going to say, get away from him, you bitch. You know, at one point, I really expected her to say I'm, that when she I'm said surprised. the uh, trucks or all that. Yeah. Going after that one alien in there. Like David Bryant, it's like he's just busy trying to get some snuff in his cheek. And he doesn't right. realize the alien's right behind him. He's trying to throw a dip in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Got school uh, and that suit. And then she's just yelling like yippee ki yay motherfucker the whole time. Yeah, she dude, she's getting flung around. The first one. The one that did not make it on the ship. She's getting flung around all over the ship. This would have pulverized her and turned her into jelly. <laughs> but she's like flinging around and everything until she just shoots the thing in his fucking face. Yeah, because she, like, she kills two of them. And then it turns out that David's got her right where he wants her. Um, yeah, it's it's it just revisits the same tropes we've been seeing for, yes. you know, almost 40 years. That's all it is. It was a highly <laughs> unnecessary movie. Unnecessary. That's a great way to describe it. Like, it's not even one of those unnecessary ones that's just kind of there. You know, it's it's something that you're right. It's like Scott is. It's it's really hurt the franchise. If if we really need to consider this a prequel to Alien, it it makes no sense whatsoever. None. Yeah, what if you watch this before watch Prometheus and then this piece of shit and then and Alien? Um, I'd recommend nobody does that. Oh man. Uh, oh jeez. Well that's about summed it up, man. I uh <sighs> I don't have anything else to say, but it's just a fucking horrible movie. Yeah. Like, shockingly bad. Yeah, I I couldn't believe, uh, or I was surprised seeing Walter Hill's name on the credits. Still, oh, yeah. Uh, not that that made any, any good difference to it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, well, it's just... It's absolutely durable. Was he a producer on there, Walter Hill? He was an associate producer. I believe he was mm-hmm. from the 79 one as well. Oh, okay. And I just recommend nobody go see this shit. Watch Alien. And just enjoy that. And Aliens. Yeah, just just stay away from this trash. Well, maybe it'll it'll fail hard enough to where they won't do another one because if that the next one is going to be like this, I don't want to see it. You know, it will be. 
The next one will probably take place with this ship going to that planet that they were heading to in the first place in seven years, I think. And all those colonists will be poor aliens. Yeah. You know, David will be like jerking off and all the awesome stuff he's done that has about to do with his, his babies or some dumb shit. None of that makes yeah. sense. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's well, all I've got to say. Yeah. Uh, fuck it, man. I'm uh, I'm still a little depressed and still a little sad after we saw it, um, even though it was uh, you know, a few days ago now. Um, I'm trying to get over it, trying to slowly work my way back uh, into uh, normalcy. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, you guys will keep me in your prayers. And we'll see if I can uh, get back to my normal life. Well, here's hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway. Um, well, is there anything else you want to add, man? No. I think I've said my piece. Well, we can wrap it up and uh, hopefully they won't do any more of these, but I guess we'll we'll see. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, well... Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time.